Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a podcast for Fort Worthians who love our city and want stories from our community's creators. You love Fort Worth? You want to know what's happening in your backyard? Then this podcast was made for you. You can find Fort Worth Roots on all the major platforms, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Pandora, Spotify, all the stuff. We're there. And if we're not on something that you listen to podcasts on and you want to see it there, hit me up at media at That's our email. You can let me know where you're listening to podcasts. We'll get it added as quickly as possible. Our guest today wanted to shout out uh, Hochatown uh Petting Zoo. It's a petting zoo and rescue in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. You can find them on Facebook. Just look at H-O-C-H-A-T-O-W-N Petting Zoo. You're also going to get some NFL Super Bowl predictions in this episode. Uh, important PSA about kangaroos. You'll find out why later. And our guest is going to play live for you. Well, kind of live. Live to me. Uh, in this recording, you get two songs uh, by our guest today. And that, uh, hold on. Here's one more note. Ridgely Theater, February 12th. You can find our guest playing uh, with his band. That's a Saturday. You've got no excuse not to make it. All this information is in the show notes. Uh, thank you all for being here. And please give it up for the front man for a band called A Dangerous Affair, local band out of Fort Worth, Texas, Taylor Jordan. Let's start the show. In the military for a minute, and yeah. that's just kind of part of the vocabulary. Of course. So. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we've had to do, like, Six Flags shows and stuff, and they've been really explicit about no cussing, so I've oh, had to really no. be like, you guys, how is everything going? They're like, why is that guy sibling out of stutter? It's like, because every third or fourth <laughs> word at a show is right. the F word, because it's, it's a show. I, the F word has impact. The power of the yeah. F word, I'm pretty sure there's a book about it, but I do feel like at a show, you'd be like, how's everybody doing? Everyone, but he was like, hey, how are you guys doing? It's like, oh, we're doing okay. You hey, know what I mean? everybody? Yeah. You Glad you could make it. The snaps. <laughs> <laughs> are we rolling? We're rolling, man. Okay, let me let me pop this. Yeah, you're good. This cap on. I, I, on I want you to be as relaxed as possible. Cool. You, you don't seem some, but like somebody that gets nervous in front of the microphone. So. No. But I, like, I'll have guests on sometimes, and they're like, oh, you know, and we'll make sure I don't do anything wrong. No, no, no. You're fine. Yeah. I'll fix anything that gets screwed up later. So. Cool. Yeah, I do want to move this to get a, a good, clear, uh, good, clear view of this. So, yeah. yeah. As long as we're good with the view, then yeah, that's I'm good. That's pretty cool that you thought of that. Most people don't. Really? Yeah, I had a guy come in here. I had it set up just like this, and uh, we sit down, and he, like, sat over there. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and if you're listening to this, bud, no big deal. It's yeah. okay. But uh, it was just, it threw me off, and I've got a problem with correcting people too. So oh, okay. I, I was just like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's a podcast. Yeah, hardly anybody looks at the YouTube. So okay, it's there as an option yeah. if somebody wants to to use it. But I, by the way, your YouTube's uh, screaming. I think you had like forty thousand hits on it uh, earlier yeah. when I was looking. Yeah, maybe look at that. Oh. forty thousand. Wow. Yeah, yeah. forty thousand views since yeah. 13, 2013. Woo killing it that, yeah I, i'm actually that's the first time i'm looking at that i know that's really bad as not as an analytics guy i really could be better uh -huh. the social media game uh this year has really taken well last year into this year has taken a big step up for us because i've been doing this since i was 17 but okay. we can get into the story later but i come from a very unsupportive background uh what do you mean by that like I had a 3.9 in high school okay. and I was extremely intelligent, was yeah. in all honors. I graduated with college credits and my 
family wanted me to go to college, you know, because I had already gotten so much done in high school. But my thing was I wanted to do something that I wanted to do because I wasn't, you know, super happy in high school and I didn't like the way everything was. And I wanted to do something a little different. And when my parents found that out, they're like, fine, but you're going to do it on your own. And and even on my own, they still told me to quit and they didn't want to. You know, they didn't want to see me do any of the stuff I was doing. They wanted to see me go to college and yeah. get a degree and become a lawyer or a doctor or something, which it's okay. Now that I'm 28 years old, I understand that at 17, 18, because I graduated at 17, I understand that, you know, hey, my son's going out into the real world doing real stuff, but that's what I wanted to do. And a little support would have went a long way. But right. for me, coming from that sort of mentality, I feel like it is something that, um, you know, I got to think about, uh, you know, 10 years later, that's like, hey. Now that I've come full circle, it, it makes sense, but it's still, you know what I mean? It's it's not right. That, do, you think, so. do you think that you would be artistically where you are right now if you had supportive parents? I would be completely in a different spot for sure, but I do feel like for the better, but I feel yeah. like, like a lot of the, the things I'm about and like the angst in me would definitely be subsided. Yeah. I would be a much calmer, much more loving. I would understand probably how to deal with my emotions a little bit better than I do. I will admit that because that's something I'm just now learning into my, you know, 27, 28 now th- this year, really starting to get into just that past 25, that, you know, quarter life jump. Yeah. And to really learning who you are as a person. And I realized there's a lot of stuff that I probably even repressed that like I didn't really think about that. I was like, dang, 10 years ago, that really affected me. But I had to move on because as a musician, it's it's the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. You don't have time to sit and wonder what am I doing now or where did, where did I maybe go wrong or what decision led me to where I'm at today. You can't really lull on that a whole lot because the music scene is very much about What's going to happen next? What are you What are you doing next? What are you up to now that's going to come out in the future? Once you've done what you've done, like, for example, just looping back around to this full circle, completing that rabbit hole, this is the first time I'm really looking at these numbers, and this is an awesome feeling. Of 40,778 people decided that we are worth three to five minutes of their day and that that's awesome to me because i don't i don't look at that a lot and that's something that i'm trying to be better about but coming from you know an unsupportive place it is really hard to think about myself being supported by absolute strangers but just to see that happen it's a it's phenomenal but b it just lets me know that hey we're we really are onto something and if we hone in there you know we can really make this something but yeah that's that's awesome to see by the way so thank you for pointing that out hell yeah um but that that number i think to people that don't understand the analytics and kind of the culture of people that are creating things on their own and putting it out for the world to see yeah somebody uh, just a regular outsider would think probably forty thousand doesn't sound like a lot yeah i know different i know that that's incredible yeah you know? and, and it's really nothing compared to where we want to be well, don't get sure, me wrong but, sure. but I it's mean, a if, nice start if you had a hollywood name if you had a family with connections yeah or whatever whatever fill, exactly. like, fill in the blank yeah yeah, those would not be good numbers, but yeah. you did this yourself. Exactly. That's incredible. Yeah, and, and, and going back to the whole, I've been doing this for about 10 years, I really was doing this all my own, and I've had band members come and go, but um, aside from my drummer now, who he's been in the band for three and a half, I think almost four years now, um, well, shout out to him. Um, what's what's he, his name? Will. Will? Yeah, he's my best friend. Shout yeah. out, Will. Yeah, shout out, Will. Uh, he's my best friend, and he's been sticking it with me for the last, like I said, almost four years, and we've really been hitting it hard ever since he's joined the band. And even before that, you know, I've had members, but it's it, in a lot of ways, it's been things that I've had to do. And only until I met my drummer have I really been able to put some of that responsibility on someone else and kind of grow with another person. And even right now, we're looking for a bassist. So, hey, shout out to any bassists that are listening. If you guys want to come try out for A Dangerous Affair, we are definitely looking to uh, find someone to tour with and, uh, you know, 
move around and travel with so we're definitely looking for that i might be able to make a couple of phone calls really okay yeah because we we are (laughs) we are getting hit up by so many venues on the messenger and i'm trying so hard not to turn them down but i'm like we need a bassist and although we have played shows as a two-piece that low end is definitely missing and especially with my older age i can say in the past i'm like bass who really needs bass which i'm sorry i felt that way because now i understand when it's missing, you definitely notice it. Right. You feel the like, where, where is that? Oh, that bass? You thought you didn't yeah. need that. <laughs> That's where it is. You do need it. And it's like, okay, we need it. We need it pretty bad. So, well, yeah. I know that there are plenty of thirsty musicians out there that would love yeah. to, to handle the bass for you. Um, awesome. That's the fortunate thing about the 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 Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah. Is there's so many people looking to gig. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of multi-talented artists that, that handle other things but mm-hmm. also bass so yeah I, I bet you even if you couldn't find a full-time guy you might yeah. find a couple of guys that'll help you gig so. i mean yeah that's what we had for the last year was a guy who's moving to germany now so that's why we yeah. don't have anyone so that's what we've been dealing with is you know filling so if that's what we find that's what we find we do we are looking for someone permanent we do want to find that final piece of our family but we know that you know especially with my drummer and i with will and i we've been doing this for so long we know we're so honed in on what we want. If someone else is not right there with us, it's like, yeah, you probably are better as a live member because we really want to find that missing connection of like, oh, you really want to do this the same way as us and like you're in it and you're ready to invest and travel and like be a family together. Then okay, then come on board. And aside from that, we love jamming with people too because there's so many opportunities where it's like, hey, it's just a quick show. It's just a quick, you know, little run, just a quick couple shows here, there in Houston, Austin, whatever. Things like that that other people can definitely take care of. So however it goes, we're musicians and we understand the nature of the business so we're just looking to get out there get on the road travel play to people more people make fans more fans i love your energy man up. yeah love your energy something that kind of blew me away when i started digging into your music mm-hmm. uh the stuff that you did for like the music videos or whatever yeah audio is so clean oh yeah it, yeah it's great is that why you're Thank going you. all the way to georgia yeah is yeah that, that's exactly that? why <laughs> it's funny I, I i tell people they they always ask the same question why 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 i just listen to it have you heard it yeah. and then when the people that have are like they don't ask it's just funny because i can tell the people that ask i'm like you haven't heard it yeah. that's why you don't yeah. know because you haven't heard it but when you hear it oh it's wonderful yeah, yeah. it's 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 immediate like you guys took this to the next level and it's like yeah if, if to me as an artist if we don't take it to the next level every time now we're regressing and why would you follow anything that's going to regress because then you just always have their old timey stuff that you can always just sit back and relic on but if they're constantly progressing and putting out stuff that you continually like and you know they're maturing as you know a band and then you know with their audience i feel like it's a lot easier to grow with artists and bands and musicians like that so that's really all we're trying to do and we feel like now that we've set the standard for who we are there's no going back on it. So it's just a matter of how much of it can we afford at one time because mm-hmm. there's no regression in this band. It's all about progression and moving forward. And uh, I just feel like that's that's art in general. If you want to succeed. There's a home for you in the market too because I mean, your your art is fresh, but there's also a really familiar feel to it. Yeah, I heard that. I've heard that. I, yeah, I, I, uh, I was listening to it and I'm like, this sounds like, and then I stopped myself. I was like, he is not going to want to hear what band you think he sounds like. Who do you so, think? I, I, I'm I, curious. I, I stopped the... Uh, you stopped that in your model. Yeah, I, I, well, I stopped that, that train of thought. What okay. do you get most of the time though? That's the thing we don't. Um, it's funny because I never thought my two favorite bands, I'm going to put this on the record right now. Anyone that knows me, this is not a surprise. They're, oh, I already know it. And they could probably say it right now in the five seconds just take me to explain myself. All Time Low and Pierce the Veil. Okay. All Time Low was the first band that 
got me into music that made me want to be in a band. So that's my thank a band for a dangerous affair existing all time low. Thank all time low. Without all time low, there would be no a dangerous affair. Everyone has that band for me. That's all time low. Now the progression of turning into a more progressive, harder rock, um, post hardcore screamy influenced band. That was a hundred percent pierce the veil. Cause I was not open to that until hearing pierce the veil. So those two for me are big, uh, icons for music that, I do hear my scream. Oh, you sound like Vic Fuentes from Pierce the Veil when you scream. And I'm like, really? I'm, I've listened to them so much. It's just kind of, I hear such a difference in our voices. I was like, I would never hear it personally, but hey, that's who I kind of want to sound like. So yeah. cool. Thanks. So I get little that flattering. a little. Yeah, it's it's cool. And then, and I do get the all-time low sometimes, but really, really probably the biggest one that I feel like is popular that everyone knows that I get a lot. It's probably a day to remember. Because they border that pop punk, but post hardcore medium influence. I don't, I don't quite think they embody our vibe as much. But in terms of you know stylistic choices of like riffs and melodies, I can definitely see it. But we yeah. we get them a little bit. We get all sorts of bands. So like the Use, Silverstein, Teosin, all sorts of. They, I've noticed they're all really old school, like 2010 and pre 2010 bands. No yeah. one like. Like Neck Deep, I love Neck Deep, but no one's ever like, hey, you guys sound like Neck Deep. Like I may have gotten that once or twice, yeah. but it's always the older school, pre-2010 kind yeah. of bands, I feel like. And and I was I was class of 03. And, okay. And I think that your music is probably going to resonate with people in kind of my age group because, okay. it, it, like I said, it just sounds yeah. familiar. Familiar enough that I was like, I've heard this before, <laughs> you know, but I hadn't. Yeah. Um, That's the vibe. So, had you already gotten into music uh, for yourself uh, before Pierce the Veil? Because it sounds like that's kind of a secondary influence. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was into music for probably like three or four. When, the funniest thing is, I don't think anyone knows this except for maybe my original friend that showed me them. Is I didn't like them when I first heard them. Really? And then I was kind of like, it, they grew on me really quickly though. Like, I think it was within the day or two days. Like, it was yeah. very, very quick. But it was upon immediate listen, I was like, what in the world? you know what I could okay no this is actually really badass so they were so. kind of like Nickelback Nickelback I don't have anything <laughs> I just right. I threw that at you as a joke <laughs> no 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 I actually I'll stand up for Nickelback they're not a bad band they're not a great band but they're not a bad band especially for people and me I was class 2011 so when yeah. I was a kid I grew up with Nickelback yeah. songs. And I was like, they're not terrible. They're a bit repetitive, but what's pop and on the radio back then that's not? I don't like a lot of 90s music. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to show me a lot of 90s icons. I'd be like, don't like them, don't like them. So it's like, yeah. for back then, it's like, Nickelback's as good as you're going to get, in my opinion. So they're for, not terrible. If you're putting the Nickelback on now and it's more than, two more than one track, it's two tracks or more. I do feel like I might say something, but if you, space it out. if you throw on a Nickelback <laughs> song out of nowhere, that might just be the bop that everyone's looking for. There you go. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the, the, the elephant in the room, or should I say kangaroo? Oh, yeah. The hole in your shirt. Yeah. yeah I got to hear the story, and I was waiting until we got on the record before I started so, so, talking about it. So I'll show, I'll show the camera. That's why we're going we're gonna to promote the YouTube while we're here, because okay. that's where you're going to see the footage at, yeah. and we're going to share this online for everyone to see this is uh, a little pattern of holes really there's, there's a biggest one and then there's like little I'm gonna reach over here and grab the camera yeah we need a close-up of this yeah yeah and then we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what we can explain out of this but you see there's a little little pattern of, of what looks like bite marks I mean that's not just a little hole dude yeah that, that that's a big hole and then a bunch of <laughs> 
<laughs> so a kangaroo did this and and i i don't mind wearing the shirt because if anyone's like why are you wearing that shirt with the hole in it it's like oh a kangaroo bid this shirt this is like yeezys you ever seen those yeezy shirts that are just uh -oh. all ripped up oh yeah yeah okay. yeah this yeah. man this is a yeezy shirt a kangaroo did this i could i could charge people more for this shirt because yeah. a kangaroo bid it but yeah we went to uh shout out to um i'm gonna probably butcher the name hachatown hochatown um rescue and petting zoo uh, oh. rescue center and petting zoo i'll in find it before i put the video out yeah. and i'll put it in the show notes yeah yeah for sure they're in broken bow if anyone's near broken bow oh, uh, oklahoma yes it's in oklahoma okay. Yeah. And they're really sweet. Um, I reached out to them beforehand, let them know that, hey, we're headed back from Georgia. We'd really like, because I went there with my ex probably a few months ago. It was back last August, and I wanted to go back again as a band, and I wanted to we donate some money. I wanted to give back to them and kind of see some of their animals up close, and they were super hospitable, and they let us, you know, so hold awesome. and, yeah, all like play with all these different animals. And I got up close and personal with this kangaroo. And uh, I came up on him, and he was really vibing me. He was getting up close, so I wasn't thinking anything of it. I just said, okay, cool, I'm chilling with the kangaroo. Next thing I know, my shirt's in his mouth, and he's sucking on it. And she's like, the girl that we're with, she's taking us around, showing us all these animals. She's like, hey, don't worry about it. Uh, he's just suckling on your shirt. He's not going to bite through it or eat a hole in it or anything. And she's like, I don't think that's going to happen. And I was like, uh, well, yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> in my opinion, I was like, oh, you think I give a damn about this misprinted shirt? If he eats a hole in it, hell yeah. And so he ended up eating a hole in it. And I think I was the only one happy about it. The only one like that ended up being semi-happy about it because she saw I was kind of a little bit embarrassed. But I was like, a kangaroo left an, an impact on my shirt. This is a little... A little, you know, memento of my yeah. trip. And so... Can't buy that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the, the, the photos are once in a lifetime, but I can wear this shirt anytime I want to. Yeah. And I think about that little guy eating a hole through it. But yeah, she uh, she was like, he's not going to eat a hole through it. I look down and there's these holes in my shirt. And I'm like, hey, man, that's pretty cool. So I didn't think anything of it. I mentioned it to her as a joke. And I think she thought maybe I was upset. And I was trying to explain like, oh, no, it's cool. I don't care. And I think maybe she thought I was being sarcastic. So, again, I don't think she was really cool with the whole shirt thing. But I was like, whatever, man. Me and, me and little Rue, I don't remember his name at this point. I'm right. terrible at names. But me and the Rue, me and him were vibing it. And, and he was chilling. So, well, yeah, I had a great link time or something. That. Next time you think about it, uh, yeah. this episode will come out in a week. So okay. Sh just in between now and then shoot me a link so I have time for Super Bowl predictions there you go <laughs> oh, yeah yeah so what are the predictions so so I've gotten everything right so far I don't know the the score right now um, anyone who's listening the um, Rams and the uh, Buccaneers are playing right now and I did pick the Rams before the beginning I know that the Rams are winning right well they were winning before I left so I had the Rams to win this game before it even began. So if they win, I got that one right. I got Green Bay wrong. I had Green Bay winning yesterday against uh, the 49ers, and somehow they lost in the snow in their own field. I did not see that wow. coming. So I got that one wrong. And then I did pick Cincy, so I got that one right. I'm two out of three if the Rams can come through clutch. And then for the last game, I think I'm going to say, I think I got to go with the Chiefs. And so you're looking at who would it be, the Chiefs and the Bengals versus... Versus who is it now? The the Rams, and now I'm forgetting all the teams. That's okay. So I would say the Ram. I would say the Rams though. The Rams are gonna go and they're gonna play. Um, I think they're gonna play the Chiefs, and I think maybe the Rams are gonna win the Super Bowl. It, you, it's a bold prediction, but I'm you heard it here to, first on Fort Worth Roots. I'm trying to yeah. trying to be honest <laughs> with you guys here, but so teams. at no point the Cowboys were not. You, you weren't thinking. Oh, I'm a, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really am. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Well, I love the Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars are my all-time favorite. This, hockey is my favorite sport. So of all team that have ever existed, Dallas Stars, number one. 
And then Dallas Mavericks probably number two, but Cowboys are probably dead last on any team. I don't like the Cowboys at have, all. Have you been to a Stars game? I've been to a lot of Stars games. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I love Stars games. Now, I have not been to any other They're professional amazing. hockey game, but they put on a hell of a show. Yeah. It, it's intense. It's it's fantastic. And I didn't even know hockey like hockey teams had like cheerleaders. Oh, yeah, the ice but girls. They mm-hmm. were... They were incredible, and they were rocking there and doing the. Eyes. They're amazing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dancing up there and the yeah, it's it's a fun time and the intermissions and stuff and the pregames, it's it's all really fun. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it's I, a hell of a show. I need to go again. They they do a laser show still. In the beginning, yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. laser show. Yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah. Fill the smoke. Yeah, and, and they the got lasers. The, yeah, I don't know. I I'm a child. It's all very entertaining to me. <laughs> I, I love it and I love the sport. So yeah. when they when they amp it up and the game is good, it's just. It gets the blood flowing. We, we just got a uh, arena team. Uh, it's a lac- lacrosse team oh. out, out here at the Dickies Arena, uh, Panther City Lacrosse Club, and they have yet to win a game. I'm going to try out for that team then. Well, dude. So here's the thing: nobody on that team lives here. They're all from like mostly Canada, I think. Oh, but they're from all over the place. But not one of them lives here. And have you been to Dickie's Arena yet? No. It I live right by it, though. beautiful, man. Okay, I live really close to it. We were there last night for the... Or was it last night? What today? Today's Sunday. Yeah, Today, so uh, we were there last night for the mm-hmm. rodeo. That was incredible. Okay. We go every single year. Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. Yeah. And this is the second year. It's the third year since they've been away from the old arena. Yeah. But they didn't do it last year because of COVID. So this oh, is the yeah, second yeah, yeah. year they've done it at Dickie's. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard to get used to because you're so used to the old... Coliseum or arena or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. And I, I thought that's wrong. where it still was, but they moved it. Now. I mean, it's kind. Of, it's almost in the same because yeah. the the stock it's just show right there. Yeah. yeah, I mean for for the livestock and the trade show and everything, it's still in the same buildings. Yeah, just the old arena was over here, closer to Seventh Street. Now Dickies is right here on the backside. So you can li- yeah, you can literally walk through Dickies, through the like trade show area and the livestock pens or whatever, and out the other side, and there's the old arena. Yeah, and we did that the first year because we we were watching the rodeo the first year that they did it at Dickie's Arena, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at this thing and I'm going, it doesn't really seem that much bigger, really. Yeah. And so then we got done with the rodeo, and we walked through, and we went out the other side to the mm-hmm. old arena, and we just kind of peeked our heads in there because you can't tell me no. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, same. So I walked in there and I'm like, oh my god, it's like a fourth the size. It is yeah. so small, and it's crazy coming from Dickie's Arena after you watch the rodeo and then going in there and being like, how did we ever yeah. do it in here? And last night, the Dickie's Arena was completely packed. There was not one uh, wow. seat available. That's wild. It's wild as shit. <laughs> that is super wild because, again, talking about NFL, I'm surprised certain of those people weren't just at home watching the game. Yeah. Well, the rodeo cultures, I mean, it's always been big in Fort Worth, but I think yeah. on a national level, it's, it's picking up some steam. And I also think that this really badass show on Paramount Plus called uh, Yellowstone yeah has probably put some more asses in seats but where did you come from originally or have you lived here your whole life oh yeah no I was uh, actually born in Louisville so okay. I'm DFW I grew up in like uh, like Garland okay and then um, moved out to Fort Worth because my parents are separated so lived most of my life with my mom over at my mom's house and then lived like a year at my dad's after I graduated and that's when you know I turned 18 and they're like hey if you're not going to go to college you got to do your own thing right. so I've been on my own everywhere from like Fort Worth, Grand Prairie, North Wilton Hills, all DFW though. But now I live in Fort Worth and I'm loving it out here, like in the actual city. I'm, yeah. I'm a Dallas kid at heart. So you would have never caught me living out here. Right. But 
being out here and like real I, that's honestly a newer thing though because like back when i was a deep ellum dallas kid in 2010 2011 fort worth wasn't this cool to be honest with you right so it's yeah. gotten no, it's, a lot it's, cooler it's, yeah. so shout out fort worth everything you're doing is right y'all are making it cool it's definitely keeping up with dallas it's keeping my interest in yeah. i don't have any intention of moving back to the suburbs of dallas again i think i'm cool right here making the hour trips to all my dallas shows because dallas is just it's just not it, they're not keeping up with the time. Yeah. Not as well, much as Fort Worth. I think most people, if they're being honest, would, would definitely agree with that. Like Fort Worth before like 2012, wasn't there just wasn't a whole lot going no. on. And then 7th Street started popping yeah. off. And cool restaurants, bars started popping up in downtown. And then the stockyards has always been dope, but yeah. it's gotten way, way cooler now. Yeah. Way better. Uh-huh. If you don't keep artists and musicians around and you don't have entertainment in your establishment, then believe it or not, over time, um, you know, whatever you're going for is going to get outdated. It's going to be, I feel like, like people who keep the music and the art inside and the local, you know, whenever you can keep all of your, how am I trying to say it? All of your heritage within the community and you can establish a sense of like who you are and stick to it. I feel like that stick to really brings a lot of people together and you're not only like representing a culture of like Fort Worth, but like you're you're having some sort of relation to your community and you're allowing other people to say, Hey, like I wasn't gonna come out but a dangerous affairs playing tonight, but Joe Savage. Joe Savage Joe Savage is playing tonight. Uh, you know, someone's playing tonight and, and I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna support and maybe I ordinarily wouldn't go out to this type of event or this type of venue, but I'm going to go check out my friend. Well, the venue is awesome. Great example. My dad, again, not the biggest supporter of my music, you know, a decade ago, but now that he's seen how good our music is and he's right. seen the difference that, you know, going to a good studio can make and, you know, sticking with it for 10 years and honing in on your craft, becoming a better songwriter. Actually, shout out to our producers. They actually gave me the best compliment. They're like, you've become a much better singer. And I was like, me? <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Thank you guys for that. It kept me going. But when you can do stuff like that, you know, I brought my, I brought my dad out to a show because he really supports and wants to say, hey, you know, I apologize. I was wrong before. You guys are doing really well. These are really good songs. I want to come support. And he went out to a show and it was a, a Fort Worth, Maine at Southside. He was like, I nice. really like this venue. We went out to uh, Division Brewery, really like that brewery, really like their beers. He's he's coming out to these events that ordinarily he would never go to. And he's right. like, hey, I actually really like these places. And it's like, you keep artists like us going to your events, you're going to get, you know, my friends or, you know, other type of people who want to support coming out and being like i could see myself going to this with or without a show yeah. or i could see myself coming out here for other shows and it just gives people more of a reason and i feel like when you want to alienate the musicians and the artists all you're doing is creating a divide by saying okay now you guys have to do it on your own which is fine but then we're going to do it on your on our own and we're not going to necessarily share anything that we gain yeah. with anyone else because we had to grind tooth and nail for it because you kind of almost seemingly want to turn us against each other by making us fight and grind for every little opportunity we have, knowing that once you alienate us in the beginning, there's already so little scraps to grab from that it's like, what do you really expect us to fight for? Just yeah. these three events that like 20 bands want, it, it just makes, it makes things more toxic than they need to be when we really should be building together a community of people who really want to help and grow the heritage of, you know, our area what we stand for what we represent and you know whoever that is whatever venue this is whatever area this is i feel like everyone could take something from it 
but especially with these with these DFW vibes yeah. because they've been a little bit um, you know a little bit less representative of the arts like you were saying up until more recently after right. COVID and yeah. now I've been feeling like hey now that we're getting a little bit more respect here these events are popping off a lot better okay. and more people are coming out and people are really feeling what's well, it going sounds like on. you can agree with this then yeah. a lot of people are saying that um you know you're talking about that famine mentality people fighting each other for gigs and whatever yeah. uh, turning each other against one another or whatever but right now what i'm getting from a lot of the artists it doesn't seem like that to them like there's plenty yeah. to go around right now that's what i'm saying that's yeah. what's been changing I, I don't know how things have been coming along i don't know where things have came from but i do agree with that sentiment awesome. that that as of late that's not been so much of a thing and i i do appreciate you know people for making that happen because yeah. years before it's i would say before covid is probably when it was at its worst mm -hmm. and then during covid it was just take what you can get because there's nothing around yeah. Yeah. so you can do little you know online shows web shows whatever you want to do but once you're doing you know show shows the only show we had was a uh, gas monkey socially distanced masked up event one. at you know at seated tables only no mosh no crowd right. they're very strict about how people can go that was our only show we it's were able gig, to get though. it's a great gig yeah. but it was the only one we could legally even get yeah in 2020 and then after that yeah things have really been opening up we've had a massive shows too many shows that we've actually had to turn unfortunately a few down that in the past we normally don't turn down shows but we're just getting so many opportunities it's like oh sorry we're already booked we're already booked we're already booked so now like wow. i've seen that change and i'm really gracious to wherever and however the movement started i'm really gracious for it because yeah you are right that whatever they're doing these venues they're really doing it right well you nailed it on the head it's it's the venue owners it's people waking up to that idea that you know we need to support these artists and all that yeah. you got people like uh tim love is a big player uh, in, in the music scene. I've heard his name dropped so many times when I'm talking to these artists because he's got multiple venues all over the place. Okay. And he wants live music all the time at all of his places. Good. And I don't know how much of it is, you know, his marketing strategy and how much of it is he wants to be part of the community because I know yeah. that they do other stuff to, to, to be part of the community. And mm -hmm. these are the people that are going to, our, our local politicians... And people like Tim Love are the ones that are going to keep Fort Worth kind of the way it is right now. Where would be the motivation for an outsider to make a difference in a community that they're not a part the of? The same it's reason you put that fucking shopping cart back in the shopping cart thing. To be a good person. Just to do the right thing. I, so, I'm, I'm a shopping cart back in the shopping cart You better thing. be. Because yeah. you know what? You can't come on Fort Worth unless you're one of the people that put the shopping cart back in the shopping cart That's thing. good. That's the rule from now on. <laughs> Just, hey, man, I want you to be part of the podcast real quick, though. Yeah, got to get this out yeah. of the way. You're shopping at Walmart, Target, wherever. You're Kroger, Albertsons. You're, you're a grocery store of choice. You it's have cold your outside. Yeah. It's raining. You're late. Yeah. At that point, I'd be like, all right, I, I put it, but I'm not going to put it all the way in. If it doesn't right, go I'm in the first time, it. I'm just going to slam it and run. You got the guitar behind you, man. I do. Do you want to play? Yeah, man. Um, you want to take a quick break and then we'll get back after it? Yeah, I, I'll probably uh, swig up on some drink here. I was, uh, oh, the Strung Out's not up. You, you had shared Strung Out. And for some reason, I thought that was up. I was like, I'm actually going to do for sure Strung Out. Let's and see then. If I have I have another. I don't know how long we have, and I don't know how long these people want me to play for, but I'm at least going to do Strung Out because that's the one you shared on Facebook, and that's the one I intended on oh, doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it that's is. That's the right one you here. heard? Got it right here. You want me to get started? Yeah, man, whenever. All right, well, this one's called Strung Out. It's uh, everything I'm going to be playing is off our new EP, uh, Bringing Out the Beast in Me, but uh, this is the first one we put out off that record. It's called Strung Out. 
felt it so many times before But you're not here anymore Thought there were so many things I'd like to say But you're standing in my way Cause you're sad and angry That you could not save me And I'm glad But maybe you'll say I guess I'll be here every day Strung out because I don't know what to say Stop thinking about, stop thinking about The worst and how it's yet to be I guess I don't know any other way To say these words to you I guess I'll choke him out right now I don't feel blue when you're around Cause you turn me upside down But now all you see is me When I'm the enemy I guess I'll be here every day Strung out cause I don't know what to say Stop thinking about, stop thinking about The worst and how it's yet to be I guess I'll be here every day Strung out because I don't know what to say Stop thinking about, stop thinking about The worst and how it's yeah, to be Shout out the forward roots Woo! <laughs> I bet you never thought we'd go So hard, I bet you never thought we'd go So far But now it's nice to see It's you and me yeah, I guess I'll be here every day Strung out because I don't know what to say Stop thinking about, stop thinking about the worst And how it's yet to be I'll be here every day I don't know what to say I will be here anyway I'll be here anyway I'll be here every day I'll be here anyway I'll be here every day I'll be here anyway I'll be here every day I'll be here anyway I'll be here anyway I'll be here every day. Woo! <laughs> it's called strung out. Sorry, you got one one person audience here. <laughs> no, that's good. It's a good reaction. You got thousand person audience next Monday. Yeah. But, yeah. Good. <laughs> no matter what happens, I can say dream fulfilled. Yeah. You know, uh, achievement level reached, success yeah. accomplished. Because check that box. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've you know been on my speech. There's a song we have called "Chasing Glaciers," and it's it's a little slower. And I always tell people, hey, no matter what you get out of watching this band live, you know, we we believe in you. Go follow your dreams. 
and I had someone after, I think it was honestly my 21st birthday, we were playing at this skate park, and um, we headlined the show, and it was like 11.50-something, and I was about to be 20 to 21. It was like, when it turned midnight, I was going to be 21 years old, and they had asked for like an encore, and we didn't have anything like ready for them, so I think we did a cover. We did a cover for them, and it was like messy as hell, but we had a blast, and so we did the cover, we got off stage, and then... I was kind of like, you know, all right, it's my 21st birthday. We just played a show. Like, let's see what kind of trouble I can get into. And before I could really even put my gear away, someone just brings it to the side and they're like, hey, man, uh, you really inspired me. And I don't, it, he, he was an artist of some kind. He wasn't a musician. I don't know if he's a painter or a drawer. He, he was some sort of artist. And he was like, I'm going to go quit my job tomorrow and I'm going to go pursue this. And I, I was like, wait a second. Slow man. down, homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second here. I was Still like, got to eat. Yeah. And I, I, I started, you know, trying to say, you know, what I meant was, and he was just, you know, he shut me down. Hey, man, I understood what you meant. It's been a long time coming. It's not a, you know, a snap decision. Yeah. I just figured. You gave him that final yeah, show. You, you, exactly. And I was like, you thought about this. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you worked towards it. He's like, yeah. And I was like, and you're prepared for what, you know, the future may bring regardless either way, right? You know, because I was, you know, I wasn't always the successful, yeah. you know, quote unquote. And so he was like, yeah, I'm ready to take it on. And I was like, then honestly, man, who am I? Like, who, I just told you to follow your dreams. Who am I to stay in your way? Go do it. Like, yeah. like if you know what you're getting yourself into, this, yes, man, yes. This is what I want to do. And shout out to that guy. I have no idea what his name is. This was, I'm 28 now. So this was seven years ago. Yeah. Like six and a half years ago, I should say. And I don't know what happened to him, but I really hope he made it successful because he was like really put on by the speech, you know, really moved by, you know, the performance we gave. And I just thought to myself, I was like, at that age of like 20, just freshly 21, like barely one second into being 21, I was like, I'm making an impact on people's life. And like, no matter what happens, this is what I've always wanted to do. So like, nobody can take this moment away from me because it's happened and now it's a memory like once you store those things in the memory it's like oh yeah that's happened like that's a part of your life that's a part of your heritage that's a part of your that's a part of you know your destiny you're leaving behind it's like, your whole human experience yeah yeah it's, it's awesome man it's very awesome so, so. if if, we, if fort worth roots reaches that dude from seven years ago at the skate park how does he get a hold of you how does he need, get a hold we, of me we need to find out how that story oh. unfolded yeah dude if, if you're out there listening right now and you remember a dangerous affair from the skate park in grand prairie outside of uh what, verizon theater uh, alliance skate park i believe it was if you're out there and you're listening and you've been following this band low key but you haven't been keeping up a, you should be keeping up. But B, if you don't know how to keep up, you can reach us on Instagram at a dangerous affair. That's the easiest one. Now let me get it a little bit. Let me get it a little harder. On Facebook, actually, let me keep it easy. We're on TikTok. <laughs> We're on TikTok under a dangerous affair as well. So if you want to find us on Instagram and on TikTok, should be super easy. A dangerous affair on Facebook. We're a dangerous affair dash band, and on YouTube and on Twitter. We had to shorten it a little bit, so we're only a danger affair. It's going to be a little tricky, but I, I'm sure once you put the A-D-A-N-G-E-R, it, it'll pull us up. <laughs> it'll pull us up. And now that you've been on Fort Worth Roots, anytime you got anything to put out, you, yeah. you can send it to me or tag me in it, and I'll make sure that we put it cool. on our page too, man. That's awesome. Yeah, shout out Fort Worth Roots, man. If you haven't been on this podcast and you're an artist... You need to reach out to this man. I appreciate that endorsement. Yeah. Yep, we're 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 welcoming all of our local musicians because it's yeah, it's a uh, Fort Worth Roots is not supposed to be put into a box. Like we want to be able to interview anybody. Yeah, but I love talking to musicians. <laughs> that's, that's we're the wild ones, right? <laughs> definitely a niche that I appreciate. Yeah. Oh, you guys are creating something. You you're living on the edge. Uh, it, it's insane what people are doing. 
a lot of the guys that I've had on, like they're they're having to manage a, a part time job just to yeah. keep afloat. But I mean, they're, they're just trying so hard to work off that gig economy and just just live the life that they're trying to live. New so. album coming out. A dangerous affair called TikTok. It's yeah. just gonna leave you there four hours of just listening <laughs> to badass riffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know what it is yet, but it's gonna be extremely addictive. All right. Speaking of badass riffs, you promised me two songs. All right. So uh, I got this other one. Now I'm getting pushy. Earlier I was like, "Bring the guitar if you want." <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> this one is. Uh, I gotta warm up on it first because uh, this one's falling to pieces. It's one that is it's on the EP again. Uh-huh. It's a newer song, um, but this is actually an acoustic version of the song. It's actually up. It's probably not. Yes, yeah, it's, it's on our YouTube, but it's it's really slept on. And it's let's keep it that way because it's the original song is much better. We have a music video <laughs> out for it. If you like the song, go check out "Falling to Pieces." <laughs> Falling to pieces. How can you see I'm not the person that I know how to be? You're just not listening, but I'm telling you. So deny the truth Cause some things Never change like who I am's not who I was Oh, okay, okay, oh Say I'm okay Don't worry and what they all say Okay, okay oh, Think I'm okay But it wouldn't At your conscience If you Knew my pain How can't you see I'm just The person That I know How to be but are you listening? I'm just telling you So deny the truth Some things They never change Cause who I am's not who I was Is it enough? Of? Okay, okay oh, Say I'm okay don't worry Here's what they all say Okay, okay You'll think I'm okay But it wouldn't at your conscience If you knew my pain Okay, oh, say I'm okay. 
don't worry Here's what they all say Okay, okay, yo Think I'm okay But it wouldn't at your conscience If you knew my pain <laughs> Nice it's better than just one queued person up. clapping, so I figured. It's queued up. <laughs> queued up for the kids. Awesome, man. Yeah, I get uh, starstruck when I got people playing here. I, I hate asking for people to come and play, but I love it. Oh, dude. So, I, I love it, I too, man. I appreciate it so much. Like I told you on Messenger, I was like, I'm a performer, so I need to come here <coughs> yeah. ready to perform. Like, that's my job. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I do. I get kind of bashful, but I'm like, eh, you know, play if you want. You know? <laughs> no, no, it's cool, man. I, I like it. I think, I think people who are comfortable are playing are going to come play and they're gonna do a good job and then people who are a little bit more nervous and shy is like all right come talk about your craft and maybe they'll warm up into it but yeah yeah, i mean for me i'm a performer so i love performing so oh i appreciate it yeah i know these guys do too um i i haven't actually had anybody kind of shy away from it yet so i've i I guess i've had some pretty solid musicians on yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's (laughs) what we do so i feel like if you're like i'll go but i don't really want to play my (laughs) instrument or anything like that just kind of like okay what's really going on yeah yeah so tell me so i've got it on the recording what port do i need for for your guitar so i had had the wrong port we had to use the mic yeah yeah no no what you what you have is an xlr which is great it goes into the mic which is going to set you up for this right here and some guitars probably about like 30 percent of acoustic guitars might have a direct import a direct input uh port for uh xlr but there's just a quarter inch cable right it's just yeah it's just a regular guitar cable um and most actually not most 100 percent of acoustics should have a quarter inch okay and then the xlr is just kind of an added right because i don't know of a single acoustic that i know of that has just an xlr and no quarter inch so i feel like the quarter, the quarter inch, inch will get you by all the way okay. but but if you have someone with an xlr yeah. don't shy away from that because it's supposed to be a little cleaner it's a balanced cable so yeah it's so better the first time we used this thing i was I, I was like well let me set up the mic stand whatever he's like i can plug this straight into my guitar i was like that's, oh yeah. sweet yeah <laughs> so, no, that's so cool. today i you know I, I thought oh you'll be able to plug right in but it's yeah it, it's half and half but i would say that probably a little less than half have those because I don't have any, I've never had any acoustics that had those, but I have a couple friends that do. It's just yeah. supposed to come out cleaner. I think it's more of a high-end thing. I don't know. Yeah. This is a cool guitar, but uh, I only have it because it's, I don't know if you've noticed, it's a thin line. So Yeah, it's very interesting. I have not seen one like that. Yeah, I, it took me years to find this one. I have I have another acoustic I, take on, I took on tour, but um, when I found this one, I was like, I have to snag it because I like playing electrically but like acoustic because to me i'm just i'm too i'm too skinny to be okay. playing all the way out here i'll do better. it but it does it yeah. fits me a lot better this thinner that makes sense now, is that yeah. the actual wood or is it like a skin on the front of the guitar oh i mean this is the wood but it's just been like um it's just been uh i don't even know it's coated with like some sort of paint or something like okay but that's it's called a flame, a flame okay, but top. That, that's actually in the wood that's not like just a a <laughs> Like oh yeah, no. As you can see, all my scratch yeah. marks. Yeah, wow, I'm, that's beautiful. That's straight on the. Oh, wood. that's cool. Okay, yeah. it's Very a nice cool. guitar. I do like it. I uh, like I said, it took me forever to find one of these. I saw someone playing with one of these in 2010. I would say not not. It wasn't this brand, but just a guitar that looked similar, and I never knew that they existed. And once I saw them playing, I was like, I have to get right. a thin acoustic 
you yeah. know just being like i'm 5'11 130 like i'm i'm a lanky tall skinny dude i i need something that fits me and my persona yeah. and i was like yeah i found this one it's not as full as other guitars right the the sound but 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 it feels good yeah but i mean if i bring this to a show they can right right eq whatever they want to and it just feels so much more comfortable yeah to play but yeah it's it's got its drawbacks but for me i, I love this thing this is it's my baby it's pretty yeah and it's pretty too i got i got a purple one there was other ones that were less girly but i was like oh i i like <laughs> i like colors that pop yeah like like even yeah, if this was pink perfect. i might have still gotten it because yeah. i'm not i'm not weird about that gender appropriation color thing like i'm i think whatever looks cool to me is probably going to look cool to fans so i'm like ah it's purple like i like I, the color purple decently enough i wear pinks and purples all the time and yeah I, I feel like it's a really low-key flex i mean yeah uh, <laughs> I, I have we have another uh shameless self-promotion we have another shirt of this that's also black but with like a pink and purple design yeah. of the, this exact thing can people buy your swag oh they if, if you come to a show you can 100 percent buy our swag if you don't want to come to a show I'm disappointed, but <laughs> you can DM us and I'll figure out a way to ship merch to you. We're still new on the shipping thing because we have people from out of out of the state, and I actually have a couple people from out of the country that are trying to buy our merch. But really, it's a little yeah. I mean, the the Facebook groups are like super. They got people from all over, and once they like your stuff and they're yeah. willing to support, it's like yeah, I will ship it to you. Just let me find out how. But we're we're getting our shipping situation figured out. But if you live in Dallas, Fort Worth, or surrounding areas, and you want a Dangerous Affair merch, come out to a show. Um, this is going to be aired before our next show. We play a show Saturday, February 12th at the Ridgely. So we'll be there at a pop punk festival. I don't know if it has a name. I just know it's the local pop punk festival of the year. It's supposed to be really huge. At the Ridgely. At the Ridgely. And this is what day? Uh, February the 12th. It's on a Saturday. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. Saturdays are good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's our next show. And then um, I got a couple of Dallas venues um, on the sidelines right now wanting to book us, but we got the basis situation. So I got to yeah. figure out if we're going to play as is try to find the basis first we got a lot of stuff as a band to discuss but we just got back from studio and we're not going to let anything slow us down so if we don't find a basis do not expect to not see us playing because we will just assuredly play as a two-piece if that's what yeah. it ends up coming well, down i don't think you're gonna have any down. trouble finding a basis but and i won't be too pushy about it yeah i'll put some feelers out yeah no I no i'd be pushy about it <laughs> start pushing people man if you don't go try out at least no i'm not gonna be mad yeah. if i'm like yo check this guy out and yeah of course then you're like no 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 yeah <laughs> i'll be like they, they were cool until i was like hey man so you want to travel the world and they're like i don't know about that all right uh venues you said ridgely theater we got ridgely Febu theater february 12th february the 12th okay that's a saturday so saturday. fort worth roots listeners if you don't make that one come on it's plenty of time to plan get a babysitter whatever you got to do and if the rams win the super bowl that's doubly you got to go because i come called on, it yeah i called, called it. it i called it <laughs> i called the hell out of it man what other uh venues do you frequent um so i just put a show on our, our like this is the first time a dangerous affair has ever put on her own show but on uh, new year's day shout out to mina Southside. uh we did put our own event on at uh, mass we we uh frequent guy i want to call it gas monkey everyone who's listening if you've ever went to gas monkey they have now been bought out by amplified live so um if you hear amplified live that's just gas monkey um but yeah we frequented gas monkey when it was gas monkey and we've even played one show since they've been taken over uh, so we played at Amplified Live. We do play there quite frequently. And then other than that, I mean, it's just a lot of like deep album stuff and a lot of like, like even stuff in Fort Worth, like we we're talking about like the Ridgely, um, a lot of just venues that have really stacked shows. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if you have a stacked show and you want a good band, talented band to come play, feel free to ask us, and we have some friends as well if you need some extra help. Well, do so. me a solid and make sure that you're uh, tagging us whenever you put up yeah. your, your social media hits. Yeah. And I'll share it with my people, too. Okay, yeah. So, and you are absolutely welcome. This has been a great recording. Uh, you're welcome on the show anytime you want to come back. Well, let's do it. You Next want, time we have something to talk about. You want to do about. it tomorrow. Come on back. We'll <laughs> talk about kangaroos and yeah. asshole dogs named Ruger. <laughs> Ruger. <laughs> Ruger. It just, it's just funny because you can even growl his name. Ruger. Like, yeah, and Matt, he would deserve just, it. Yeah. He'd be like, he'll just talk back. He's like, that's how we talk now, right? Yeah. We're, we're going to leave that story yeah. uh, for, for, the for the next, next time. Yeah. <laughs> for the next time. Oh, Taylor, thank you so much. Man. Oh, yeah, thank you, man. My pleasure having you My on. Pleasure. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Fort Worth Roots, we're going to get out of here. Make sure that you uh, check up with A Dangerous Affair and our boy Taylor here, and uh, we'll see you next week. Shout out Fort Worth Roots. A huge thank you to Taylor for coming on the show and being part of Fort Worth Roots. If this is your guys' first time hearing an episode and you loved it, subscribe to us. Whatever you're listening to podcast on, if you'll hit that subscribe button, it will remind you every time we release an episode, each and every Monday. Uh, trying to stay consistent for you guys, make sure that we're putting out a quality podcast. We're going to be doing some things to kind of straighten up shop around here. Uh, first thing we did is change the, uh, the description for the show. Uh, trying to make it far more specific. And I've been telling you guys since the very beginning, I do not want to box Fort Worth Roots into a corner. But at the same time, I want people to know uh, what they can expect here on the show. So our goal is to, to clean this up a little bit, make this look a little more professional. Um, we got ideas. We got things. And we're always looking for feedback. If you've got some ideas, you want to tell me something that would work better for the show, I'm one person. It's more better if I've got like a dozen people telling me what to do. Doesn't mean I'll do it, but I might pick and choose a really good idea. So hit me up, media at fortworthroots.com. Oh, yeah, and you can still send me an MP3 format uh, voicemail, and I'll play it on the show. Doesn't happen very often, but hey, if you hey, listen, if you made it this far into the episode, the very, very end of an already pretty long episode, you're a fan. You love this show. Subscribe. Email me. Holler at me. Let me know what's up. Tell me what you like, what you don't like. Uh, all right, show notes. All this information is in the show notes, and you can find it there. Uh, Hochatown Rescue and Petting Zoo in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. I uh, did not find a website for them, but I found a uh, Facebook page. H-O-C-H-A-T-O-W-N Petting W-N. Yeah, Petting Zoo. Jesus. I do enough of these recordings. This, this is not the original. And I know my goal is always to like do it in one take. It doesn't always happen like that. So then I start double-guessing myself. Did I say that already, or was that the last take? Anyway, thanks for bearing with me. Uh, so we got our NFL Super Bowl predictions. We'll see if that comes true. Uh, the two songs that you heard, I did not write the second one down, but it will be in the show notes. I'll make sure it is. Um, where'd it go? I had it here. Strung Out. That first uh, song he played is Strung Out. And I will put the names of both songs in the show notes so that you have that. Uh, yep, yeah, just a reminder, Landmark did not burn down. <laughs> uh, I need to, you know... In the moment when we're talking to these guests, we do not have, uh, you know, the website for these places pulled up or, you know, we're not looking at anything solid. It's just conversation. We're going off of what other people said. And he didn't mean to give us bad information, but uh, we were told that Landmark had burnt down. It has not. There was an electrical fire. It is shut down, uh, but should be open soon is, is the rumor. 
but I don't know that. I, I don't have any hard facts here. So uh, just, you know, a reminder. On Fort Worth Roots, we were just having conversations, and some of this information may not be 100% correct. Taylor Jordan's band, A Dangerous Affair, can be found on YouTube. Uh, at Go to YouTube, search A Danger Affair for YouTube. He's got some great videos. We were talking about this uh, during the episode. It's unbelievable that this guy has 40,000 downloads. It's pretty cool. I mean, uh, just to kind of put that in perspective, I, I think Fort Worth Roots as a whole has about twenty to 25,000. But that's there, there's one episode in there that's got 15,000 views. Something like that. It's ridiculous. Um, and I had actually put some money behind that. So um, 40,000 views uh, is, is incredible. These videos are pretty cool, too. We, we, were, we got up early uh, Saturday morning. We we're just kind of laying around watching some of Taylor's videos. And they're really, really creative and uh, very well put together. So go check that out. His Facebook page is A Dangerous Affair. And that way you can stay up to date on what's going on with these guys. Don't forget, they're playing live at the Ridgely Theater February 12th. That is on a Saturday. Not going to want to miss it. Um, you just listened to the episode, so you know how uh, good Taylor is on the uh, on the mic as vocals and uh, as a guitar guitarist. So uh, definitely, definitely something you want to check out. And uh, thank you all for supporting these artists. Um, I've been running into people that listen to the show or pay attention to us on Facebook um, and, and they, they hear about these things and they're actually going out and, and checking to or enjoying these, these events that are coming up. And I can't tell you how much it means to me if, if you are ever at one of these events that we were telling people about and you see me, if, if, you, if you could, just tell me that you came to see this uh, event or that particular artist or whatever. Let me know that you came because you heard about it on Fort Worth Roots. That makes my week. It's incredible. It's been happening lately. And uh, it's very encouraging. You know, it's, it's more encouraging than a review left on iTunes, which is awesome, uh, or a comment on one of our posts on Facebook, which is also awesome. But uh, whenever we go out to these events and we run into people that were impacted uh, by the, the actual uh, podcast and they, they left their house and came to a place to support an artist because of us, that is the most awesome compliment ever. And uh, it's our goal to make sure that we bring all of this information to you. Whenever one of our guests uh, has an event coming up, if, if we catch wind of it, we will put it on our Facebook page. Um, and it's easy to find our Facebook page. It's Fort Worth Roots. If you'll subscribe to that, I'll make sure that you are aware of anything I'm aware of uh, coming down the pipe for any of our artists, the comedians, whatever. We'll make sure you're, you're in the loop. ADA also just posted on Facebook that Excuse me, you don't know that. Uh, a dangerous affair. The uh, Taylor abbreviates it to uh, ADA. But a dangerous affair is going to be playing at the American Airlines Center before a Dallas Stars game. And it sounds like all the details are not firmed up yet. He does not have a date as of yet. Uh, but this is something that you would find on Facebook uh, for Fort Worth Roots or for a dangerous affair. You could find this information there. Uh, but it looks like maybe sometime in late March. Uh, they might be playing at a Dallas Stars game. How cool is that? Uh, man, if y'all have not seen a Dallas Stars game, that's uh, that's worth every penny. Some of those seats get pretty damn expensive, but it's worth it. Check it out. All right, this is the part where I just ramble. I'm re- I appreciate everybody listening to the show. Uh, when you do listen to the show, it shows up on our analytics. Um, so, you know, you don't have to do much else to support the show. 
Of course, we uh, appreciate any support in any fashion, but just listening to the show and streaming an episode shows up on our analytics and it helps us. So thank you. And I see that and I, I appreciate it. So every single person out there uh, streaming even one episode, thank you so much. And that's uh, that's it. That's all we got. Um, we will have another awesome episode next Monday. Um, <clears throat> it's with Matthew Broyles and Trista Moore. Morris, excuse me. And um, this episode, this recording, went four hours. And if you want to make fun of me or uh, pick me apart for dumb shit that I say on a recording... Next week's episode is going to be the best opportunity you have for that. I had been up since about 3 a.m. I worked a 14-hour shift, and I had to reschedule next week's episode, uh, the recording, uh, three different times because I got held up at work. And Matthew and Trista, they were so nice to make sure that they accommodated my schedule, which they should never do. They're the guest. Um, But we made it happen. And so at the end of a very, very long day, I sit down with these incredible artists and we do a four hour recording. So uh, just so you know, these episodes do get kind of compacted. I make sure to take what I think is the most interesting part of the episode and try to get it as close to 45 minutes as possible. Next week's episode is definitely going to go long. There's no way I'm going to be able to compress a four hour episode into 45 minutes, but I'm going to try. So, um, and just so you guys know, uh, I don't advertise this much. I don't promote it because I, I, I'm still trying to get a hundred episodes under my belt before I start asking for anything from anybody, whether it be a business owner, uh, operating as a sponsor for Fort Worth Roots or somebody coming on board to be a a patron like yourself. There's an option on patreon.com. You can look up Fort Worth Roots and we have an option there where you can support the show. Now, I am still trying to put that together. It is a little bit time consuming. You can go and you can support the show right now. And uh, the goal is to make sure that you get these longer episodes. So like next week and this one, uh, this week, the one that you just listened to, these episodes go really long. And I try to compress them down to 45 minutes. But our Patreon patrons, the people that uh, uh, contribute to the show, Uh, People like yourself, listeners that decide they want to help the show out by making a contribution and then in turn getting extra content. They can go on there and they can get the full episode. And so what I do is instead of trimming down a four-hour episode, I'll give that to you and I'll let you listen to the whole damn thing. (laughs) So uh, Fort Worth Roots is always going to be free. There's never going to be a paywall. I'll, I'll die on that hill. I'm definitely sticking to that. But we would like to do bigger and better things with the show, and uh, that's that's where our uh, our patrons will come in and uh, sponsors, businesses, things like that. So we will be looking into that in the future. It is up, it is running, and you can go get the full episodes uh, on Patreon. I do have a backlog. Some of these episodes aren't up yet, but that is what we put out whenever we put those on there. The first like fifty five episodes are already up. You can see those uh, on Patreon. The full full version and once you make a contribution you uh, kind of become a subscriber on that and make a monthly contribution to it you have full access to all these full episodes uh, that did not get cut down or compressed or anything like that so it is available it's uh it's just not as clean and as streamlined as i'd like it to be yet Uh, there's gonna be a lot more perks and benefits added to that uh, later on as as we develop so that's it 
that's got to be it. I've talked too much. This is a almost 11 minute long outro. How's your week going? Well, it's just starting right. It's Monday. Well, I hope you have a wonderful week. And uh, we will see you next week with uh, Matthew and Trista. And they play live for us too. Live to me, recorded for you, but here in our home studio. So that's going to be a great episode. It was a really fun recording. We actually went out to, I'm still rambling. Uh, we actually went out to, what is the name of that place? The Woodshed. Uh, yesterday and so this is the day after we did a four-hour recording with these guys we went out to the woodshed and uh, saw them play uh, do the thing out there and it was awesome man Um, if you haven't been out to the woodshed it's it's kind of in the tcu area you know where old south pancake house is Um, it's over there in that little spot so um, but a great little venue excellent food my god their food is good so if you haven't checked that out if you're not just going for the music go check them out uh, for the food and uh, yeah, we like supporting people that support our artist and the woodshed definitely falls into that category I know for a fact that obviously Trista and uh, Matthew have played out there uh, I know that uh, Lindsay Hightower has been out there uh, playing for those guys so it's just another one of those awesome places doing awesome things and helping out our uh, musician community. Okay. No kidding. That's enough. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, I'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.